Hello, and welcome to another Mega Bros podcast. My name is Danny. And I'm Donnie. And Donnie, you know, we've touched on this particular subject a bunch of times and talked about all the times we've gone back to it. I think it's just a matter of time before we have the episodes that we were meant to have, and, and that particular topic is World of Warcraft. That's right, folks. We are going to talk about WoW. And, you know, we, we, we've we gone back and forth how to, to you know, do this series. Uh, so this is going to be a series. I think we said we're going to do five episodes of it. Uh, my post-it says five. We reserve the right to change that because whatever reason. Yeah, we, we can do whatever we want. Again, this is our podcast, and that's why you're listening. Um, so our, our first episode, um, we're just going to kind of touch on the origins of it. Um, we have different, you know, varying degrees of how much we played WoW throughout its whole life cycle. Um, personally, for me, I came in at the end of Vanilla. Um, I played a lot of BC, and you know, and went, went from there. Um, and, and Donnie, I know you—you you didn't really start until tail end of BC, if I'm not mistaken. No, I spent most of BC telling you and Mike that you were nerds for playing it. So um, <laughs> yeah, I, I started at the tail end of BC after I convinced you guys to play Dungeons and Dragons once. Yeah, that was a fair trade off, I think. I, you, you know what? I, you, you owe me a lot more D and D, honestly. <laughs> that that is true. That is probably true. <laughs> um, but you know, there, I mean, look, Wolfie died a couple of times, right? So Wolfie had to come, and he was he was shifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for you know, I, I think again, we we've touched upon it before. It's a game that means a lot to us. Um, you know, it, it's it's one of those games that in the moment, um, I, I never probably appreciated what we had, and I I even remember. Yeah, I think that when we tried our old blogs, like we tried to top, do our top 10 favorite games, and I never once considered World of Warcraft at the time to be in that top 10. Right. Um, and, and just how dumb I was looking back. I mean, it was a game that consumed my entire life. How could it not be in there? Right. I mean, and that's the thing. It, it, like, it, it, it's, an, it's a slow and insidious like influence on your life. I mean, it, it really is the video game equivalent of Palpatine. Um, oh, yeah. And, right. Yeah, it's just working behind the scenes, pulling all the strings, and then you realize that you've you know constructed your entire schedule around raid times, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that that uh, that certainly happened <laughs> more than once. More than once. God, do you remember taking like days off for launch day? Oh Jesus! Oh God, yeah, that was my favorite. We'd all get over, <laughs> bring our computers to one person's house, and just rage because all the login servers were down. What? Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> then the next day we'd be like, yeah, we should have seen that coming. <laughs> I think it took us like two solid expansions to realize, don't have the party the day of, do it the next night. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was Miss when we finally got it together, and then we were all like, oh no, Miss. Yeah, yeah. No. It, it's a, it's a fraud we're talking life. about today. <laughs> nope. Tonight, tonight it's uh, Vanilla and BC. We're going to kind of mix them together. Uh, as I mentioned, I was more at the tail end. Uh, and I, I very distinctly remember the timing of it, because I... Got my laptop for college. It was my first, you know, my own computer, the first one. Um, and I said, oh, I'll just try this free trial of WoW. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> and I even remember going, I'm going to date myself here, going to GameStop to buy the physical version of World of Warcraft. Oh, wow. And uh, the guy behind the counter said, would you like to pre-order BC? And I said, oh, I don't know if I'm even going to like it right now. And he... <laughs> And, like, silly me. Uh, and the guy said, you're going to like it. It's like, nah, I won't do it. Thinking I would not, you know, maybe there's a chance that I wouldn't play it. <laughs> so, naturally, we fast forward and I have played every expansion since. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, like, there's a version of this story where that guy is literally Satan. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, he must have been because I've never seen him in that in that <laughs> GameStop again. <laughs> uh, so well, I'll, I'll briefly touch on uh, on Vanilla. Um, you know, to me, Warcraft Three was one of my favorite games. Um, I was huge into it. I loved that and Frozen Throne. Played it nonstop. So when I, you know, had my own computer and I, I knew about World of Warcraft, the idea of jumping into that world in, in like a bigger t- scale really appealed to me. Uh, so. That, that was my hook. I mean, from then on, it was I was just in. Um, and, and you know, I think one thing we probably learned from uh, the classic servers, and Donnie, I don't, I don't know if you had a chance to play any of the classic servers. I, I did. I did. I, I tried it on a few, and, and it was it was definitely a different experience than from when I started at the tail end of BC. Yeah, and it's, it's funny because I, I think a lot of us probably looked through that time period with rose-colored glasses, and I know I'm about to do it with BC and Wrath when we get to them. <laughs> uh, but Vanilla in particular, and it, it's it's this thing that you can never capture again, that, that first, like, year or so when you're in WoW, and just, like, the, the scope of the game, the, the size of the world, your character fitting in, it just it felt massive, and that first time exploring new zones, like, whatever expansion you started in like that is such a huge exciting thing yeah i mean i can sit here and tell you the first title i ever earned in wow was the explorer you know i thunderhawk the explorer <laughs> that's right. damn titles just big old cow just run around the land <laughs> <laughs> just exploring everything again yep but no i mean like it, it, that's exactly what it was like it, you had and look, I, I was someone that had tried, like, MMOs before, you know. I can remember checking out Final Fantasy XI. That was, like, the one that I tried to get into because, you know, I was a huge Final Fantasy nerd growing up. Um, and it never, it just never quite clicked for me. But then, you know, I started playing WoW, and, and the thing that WoW, like, kind of did for you is, like, even though it wasn't exactly telling you where to go, like, questing was not the easiest thing, you know. It was it was something where you, like it made sense like you your abilities like you just pressed a button and the ability happened you know there really wasn't a whole lot of like nuance or you know like deep and developed stuff to get into at an early level the you know the the deep stuff came later on like when you got towards towards the end game content towards like the newest expansion stuff you know when you had to really think about what kind of gear you're equipping what kind of rotation you're using you know what your role in the party is but you could by and large like level and kind of grow into your character in a way that really i i just don't know that i've really had like a a a game that does that sense you know yeah and and certainly wow's had its moments with you know balancing classes and 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 making some more viable than others and you know when when we get in particular to i think it was wrath and they they spoke the dreaded bring the player not the class Oh God! Yeah, um, yeah, back when they were they decided to make everybody the same except Death Knights. Yeah, yeah, of course they could be their own special little snowflakes. Um, you know, I, it's been the it's been an interesting ride, and you know, even to this day, I don't think they have it right. It's it, but they've come the closest, and um, you know, to me, I think the sweet spot of of character development, which is the wrong phrase, but I'm going with it, <laughs> um, is the is the BC Wrath, you know, mix. Uh, and I bring up BC because I think that's that's when they still had some sense of, yeah, there were the best specs, quote-unquote, but every class had a reason to be there. Um, and, again, it, it, it 
they did this bring the player not the class to increase how many different classes there would be there in each raid, I think. But it was, you know, in the BC days when you had a Bloodlust, where you had um, the Warlock buff for uh, Magic, or, like, Shotman had that too. But there was a reason to bring one of every class, at least. Yeah, you, you really wouldn't want to leave off just one class. And then even, you know, I, I want to push back a little bit. Even Wrath didn't quite get there. It was it was Cataclysm where they really fucked it up. Like, because I'll tell you I'll tell you exactly what they did. They gave Mage's Bloodlust, and then it was like, why in God's green earth would you ever bring a Shaman again? And yeah. as a Shaman main... Uh, I did not care for that. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I have a feeling, just like thinking about this now, I have a feeling that the uh, the Cataclysm episode is going to be a lot of bitching. Um, it, it's so funny because I look at I look so fondly on Cataclysm now, but like yeah, at the time I like I, a I absolutely like couldn't stand half the stuff, and b like I do really think that that's where you started to see the cracks form. But that's for another. That's you know a, a teaser, as they say. We're teasing. It is. They is as, as they say. Um, so I, I want to, sp- you know, focus mostly on BC. Again, that that was when, that was my heyday. Uh, and, you know, I, I look back fondly at some of those launch events and sort of like Blizzard setting the tone because this was their first expansion. And it's it's funny to say that now where they've had, I think, was it eight or nine? Uh, yeah, I think we're I think we're looking at like nine expansions. Dragonflight's going to be the ninth, right? Yeah, yep. And that, that's coming out in November. Um, uh, so like, yeah. They though they had those pre-launch events, and I. Before we go further, I don't want to just skip over vanilla. Um, it just wasn't. I didn't have enough experience with it. Like we I just said, didn't play it enough. Yeah, I mean, like we we, we kind of played like the the base game of it, but you know, really, by even by the time we were we were getting going, like you still had like that, at least a couple of years of like that knowledge base and you know like Thoughtbot and oh yeah, you know, all yeah. that kind of shit. Thoughtbot was a good one. God, I used to love Thoughtbot. I used to just like like that was the first time I ever like used two monitors because I would I, I got a monitor for my. Uh, for my laptop, you know, my, my college shitty laptop. So I could mm. like, I, I would have the monitor, you know, I, the regular like laptop itself was playing well. And then the monitor was so I could keep Thoughtbot up and look for where the hell <laughs> I was supposed to be going for these quests because that was the other thing. I used to love questing. Questing in vanilla in BC and even into Wrath was an experience. Like some zones were just like, there was no reason to be there except for doing these random ass quests. You know, you look at like, like Ungoro Crater or Winter Spring or, uh, Desolus, and you're just like, why would anybody go here? And except, you know, so you know, I'm just sitting here like PVEing all around. You're just like, oh, look at me, I'm questing, I'm doing, ra- I'm killing random centaurs for their skins. When I look back at some of the things that, like, I thought, you know, were good, I, I it was the questing, and it was them not holding your hand as much. Which mm-hmm. I know, like, modern game design, they, you know they're going to do it more like this. We have better technology and, and we are accustomed to certain things and who has the time anymore. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think one of the things that wow, you know, had right, especially in the early days was you would get a quest and there wasn't a lot of resources online. So again, this isn't something they can replicate because it's gotten so huge and, you know, so min-maxed and data-mined. and I mean, the PTR alone is like a goldmine for people. Like, you just, like, they, they basically give you the answers to the test beforehand. Oh, yeah, and and Blizzard's even integrated some of the, you know, the, the questing add-ons into the base game, so yep. that sense of wonderment and exploration is essentially dead. Um, but, you know, you, you pick up this quest in BC or Vanilla, and, and even Wrath to an extent, 
and you would have to read the quest quest text. There was no arrows on your mini map or, or dots or anything, mm-hmm. but the quest text would say, northeast of this town, you have to find 10 of this bird and kill it. And you would just have to run northeast until you hope you see them. And northeast could be 10 feet away. It could be two zones away. It doesn't tell you. It just <laughs> You had to just go and hope you found these these things. And it would take hours sometimes to find it. Well, because the worst fucking part was, is it would never just be any, you know, bird, so to speak. Or like goblin or harpy or whatever. It no. was always, there were at least two or three different kinds of it. And only one kind would drop the item you needed. The other two were just worth fuck all, but they'd always aggro you from anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and there was no guarantee when you finally found the one specific harpy that it was even going to drop the item. No, because you, you'd have, like, quest items with, like, a 30% drop chance, except then you'd end up with, like, you know, bad statistical luck, and you're just like, I've killed 30 of them and gotten one. What is going on here? And some asshole mage is going to tag it before you can kill it anyway. Oh, my God, the tagging. Oh. Yeah, yep. You know, another thing that we take for granted now, there was, tagging doesn't exist now. You see a mob and you could just run up and, you know, throw a dot on there and it's yours, like like everyone else's. But no, back in the day, you had to be the first one to hit it. Yep, and if you if you weren't in a group with that person, then you would get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> and as a warlock, casting your dots doesn't count as the tag. It's the first tick. So you can have your dot on there and they get the, the fireball and it's theirs. Fucking mages, man. I just, yeah. I, I mean, mages and hunters, just hate them. Hate yeah. the whole class. Those, those assholes. They'll tell you, don't hate the player, hate the game. No, hate the class. <laughs> yeah, you, you can hate, you can hate these classes. This is class warfare. <laughs> so you know oh, what, that would have been, that would have been like a great title for like a WoW blog. Oh fuck, damn it, that, that was a good idea. <laughs> Get the time machine. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we got to do it. So we we fast forward a bit um, to BC, and they, to be specific. Uh, January 9th of 2007, if you can remember that far back. Um, that was their patch 2.0, which started their their pattern of releasing the, you know, the .0 patch before the actual game release. Yep. Um, and they had the Dark Portal event, you know, for a little bit of backstory, the Dark Portal that was in the Badlands, was it the Badlands? Um, was the, the portal to Outlands. Uh, that was that Blasted was, Lands, that's where it was. Blasted Lands, yes, thank you. Yep, yep. Uh, and the portal to Outlands, that's where, that's where we were going. We just, you know, defeated an old god in Azeroth. So next step, we got to go to the Outlands. And if you were a fan of Warcraft 3, um, this was pretty big for you too, because you knew Illidan was there, Kael'thas, uh, Lady Vash, like all these big characters that you, that I, you know, enjoy the Warcraft 3, had their bases here. So it was like pretty, pretty cool thing that we we're going to go through that portal. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a cool thing, you know, and the funny thing is, is like, I never got into the Warcraft games prior to World of Warcraft, uh, and I still haven't since, because the truth is, I suck balls at um, real-time strategy games, like, I'm just awful at them, I don't enjoy them even, so, like, the the, the closest you'll, you'll catch me to that is maybe playing of, like, Age of Empires 2 sometimes, you know, one of, like, the old-school ones that, you know, you really can't just... <laughs> <laughs> be super fast on because there's one thing I'm not and it's super fast yeah yeah I, I couldn't get into Starcraft for that reason <laughs> yeah oh god no when you, as soon as you start talking actions per minute I'm like how about minutes per action maybe yeah but... right yeah there's no there's no <laughs> like I want to think about what I'm doing damn it <laughs> <laughs> right there's no time to think exactly but yeah I mean you talk about BC like you talk and you know they, they kind of I think that they corrected one of the biggest mistakes and you know maybe you don't you don't want to call it a mistake but like you know when you talk about um 
bringing in like paladins for the horde and the blood elves and you know drane for the shamans for alliance you know it's i i think like it's it's one of those things where I, there was there was always a balance that they had to kind of try to figure out and that's like you know how do you like how do you balance the races the classes the factions um you know and and it seemed like like bc was a step in the right direction right you know because you you actually had like access to everything now like even though every single person and their sister and their brother and their weird uncle was a blood elf all of them and they're all blood elf females if you've ever seen a blood elf male I, 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 you're better than me because I, I haven't. Not to this day. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't happen. They're all, they're all female. Yeah, like I swear to God, I tried to make one and it still turned out female. You just, you can't. It's impossible. Yep. But you're, it's, it's, um, it, you're right. It, so, one thing I like that they did too, and this was still early in the time, but they did give Horde, you know, Blood Elf for Paladin and, um, the Alliance God Drain A for Shaman. And I liked that there were still some restrictions. And as we're going to go further, and, and especially like the last couple episodes of this podcast, um, I think they opened it up a bit too much. Now, you can push back against that because, again, I think that's a modern game design. Like, why does it matter what race you are? You should be able to be any class. And I, I kind of agree with you there. Um, to me, it's just like, I, <laughs> I'm going to gatekeep some lore after we just did a whole episode of how gatekeeping's bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like it just pisses me off that night elves can be mages, and they're just so against like arcane magic in, in the world. So, like, it just they're just weird things to me, and I know they, you know, wind up explaining it away, but I, I would have pushed back on that. You know, what I, you know what I think though. That's okay though, because if we're gonna if we're gonna gatekeep, we're gonna gatekeep about things that make sense or don't make sense in universe. You know, we're not gonna say that no girls can't play because they want to be night night elf mages you know or no black people can't play because mr t wanted to be a night elf mohawk um, <laughs> no which no. quite frankly still never got that class and i'm a little pissed yeah um, we should have we deserved it yeah but no i mean like we talk about gatekeeping like yeah there were choices were made later on you know but like bc didn't do that you know bc like you had to you you had to be mindful of what class and what race you were picking you know like me, uh, I prefer Torin. So for the longest time, like my best character was my shaman, and that was just about it for a bit. You know, like I had like a couple other, like you know, minor characters, but really, like it was my it was my shaman because he was a Torin, and I like my Torin. And then I would, and then I had a Torin Death Knight, and then I had a Torin Hunter and a Torin Priest too. Just once once those came out, and then of course I had to make my Torin Paladin. Like you, you see where this goes. Like you, like it kind of gave you another aspect of your like wow identity. You know, like a, you, I. It's, it's like I mean we like we always knew Alex is a troll, you know, like yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> he was always a troll warrior. <laughs> Every one of his characters was a troll, whether it was a troll or not. And you know, it, the races were still pretty unique at the time, and specifically in the BC um, vanilla ages, if if you can remember this far back, priests had racial abilities. Like it wasn't you know there each race had their own like you know their own built in ones, but then priests themselves within that excuse me um each race had their own thing like undead had devouring plague that was an undead only um or you know troll had the shadow orb shield thing right um so it, it's i think looking back that is another thing that i liked about bc is they did kind of have that uniqueness and you know certainly people are going to min max it and you know if you're going to make an undead priest, you probably are going shadow. Like, why would you go holy? You could do it. 
but I think I, I think that's a cool part of it. You know, like you could be a Tarn tank and you get a little bit extra health. Is it you know earth shattering? No, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, and that and that was really you know like you would make those choices like you know another thing with being a Tauren was you had like the AOE stun which you know was something that was very useful for tanks and frankly it was very useful useful for all of us because as soon as there was you know a bunch of mobs that maybe you aggroed on not on purpose um, no, or totally on purpose oops oopsies but you know then you're like oh war stomp and you run the hell out of there but um, you know I, I, and that's the thing I, I think like you want to talk about modern game design versus like BC age type of stuff you know you you look at you're talking about a game where it was like a character was really more of a thing. And I, and I think that's kind of where things got away from like, and really like, I think cat is the cat is the, the really big tipping point. Although like wrath really, really transitioned this further, you know, you, you really played a character, you know, like my shaman was an enhanced shaman. He was not a resto shaman. I've made very, very clear on that. Oh yeah, he, uh, he was, was not an elemental shaman, except for that one time when I was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna try Ellie for a week," and it, it was fine. But you know, it wasn't smashing things with two hammers. Quite different. Yeah, and like they got away from this later on with stuff like you know dual specking and like really like changing your spec quickly and you know like like it was the type of stuff that yeah it's convenient you know or you know like being able to pick any race and class like again like you're just like it's they're all like you're you're, you're not playing a character you're playing yourself you know you're playing yourself playing the class you know and that's kind of this might sound stupid if you've never played an mmo because it's like it, it sounds stupid to me saying it out loud honestly but the role playing really kicks in with an MMORPG more so than I think any other type of RPG I played because you know you can't really imprint onto the blank slate when it's a single player game because there's no one for you to really measure yourself against like basically like if you do like your every character you play is a Mary Sue and like yeah that that's entertaining sometimes but it gets old you know when it comes to WoW like there's always you know, there's always someone else to measure against. You know, there's always a new piece of gear to get. There's always a new, like, quest to go on. Um, a new, you know, new legendary to search for, a new mount to drop. Like, you're, you know, like, you kind of end up with this just long list of accomplishments that really defines kind of who you are and how you play the game, you know, on that character. Because then, you know, for the, for a while, none of that stuff carried over either. You know, titles didn't carry over. You didn't, you know, they didn't even bring achievements around until Wrath. Yeah, and, and, you know, even when I fast forward on something like that, it's one of the things that's made it hardest for me to pick a different class or a different character is I I had so many of those experiences with my warlock. Like, my warlock was the hero that he was in in all, like, the stories, you know? Like, you're you're in the group that killed the Lich King. Like, you did it. And I it's you know, maybe kind of dumb to say because it's an MMO and everyone's doing it, but, like, you can, you can let yourself get into the world and you can let yourself be part of it and you have that connection to your character i did i mean it's i didn't play on a role-playing server either it's just like a regular server but i felt like that was that in the world of warcraft that's who i was shadow chair the warlock (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's exactly it i I was thunderhulk the shaman so i I get well thunderhulk the explorer but (laughs) (laughs) right of course yeah the yeah i i i 
tried for a long time to make some Dora works and jokes work with that too. But you know, that's exactly it though. Like you, you ended up with like these, like all these like achievements and all of these like, you know, quests and items that you had collected over the years and you know, this special stuff. And you know, that was kind of the cool thing about like the late BC and into wrath era is that like you, like they started like the thing about BC stuff was that like, they really focused on the five man's being like, doable you know i I feel like the five mans in vanilla were um how do i put this gently kind of a bitch a little bit yeah like even like the low level ones like you'd have to spend like hours getting a group together and then you know first of all like it's 2004 2005 like you're trying to hope that everybody's internet connection holds up because broadband's barely a thing in most places oh yeah there's a chance it wasn't gonna happen yep and, or, you know, you get someone from Ragnaros and they're just, ja, 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 ja. <laughs> Yeah, that was impossible. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those things where it's just like, you know, like, I, I'm trying to be, like, accepting and reasonable, but, like, honestly, every tank we ever had from Ragnaros got us killed. <laughs> yeah, they, they just, it's the language barrier. We couldn't get past it. Yeah, it, 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 it's one of those things where you're just like, damn, maybe I should learn Spanish. Mm, just for a while. <laughs> just for a while. <laughs> I think I did learn a couple of phrases, actually, but I, I, I don't remember them now. But <laughs> They probably couldn't have been good. <laughs> uh, but, but you touched on five mans, and I'm glad you did, because I, I think the BC Wrath timeline, and, and specifically BC for me, I, I liked the way they did five mans the most there. Uh, you know, you mentioned Vanilla being, you know, you know super hard, just their five mans. Uh, and, you know, I just to fast forward a bit to today, I think they're too easy. I think BC kind of had it right, where uh, if you were leveling and doing them as you leveled, they were, they were pretty tough. Like, you could get the questing gear, and you could maybe get through some of them. Um, and then you had your endgame level 70 dungeons that were pretty tough, but got you ready for Kara. And then you had the heroic versions, which, you know, this is when they first introduced that, that model. Uh, and the heroic versions were tough. I mean... There were some that you needed Kara gear to run, and we just never got that sense. Um, and I, I personally like that because it did, if you were someone who couldn't necessarily do Kara like I couldn't in the beginning, I could do a five-man heroic and feel pretty close to geared. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, because, you know, it's it's just funny you say that, and, and because, you know, like, for me, my first experience with, like, endgame five-mans was Wrath. Um and you know, for the most of the time that we that we did those those heroics, like you know, you were talking about, you know, you had like three or four people with us, and it was, you know, it was through the dungeon finder, which like I will maintain to this day, the dungeon finder was a great thing because you didn't have to sit there and wait for somebody in chat. Like now, the things that they did because people are terrible, like you know, loot stealing and AFK and just not understanding the concept of tank. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that was definitely an issue. Um, I don't know how else to say it, but... No, it definitely was. You know, I, like, the truth is, like, they, Blizzard at least gave you the tools to be able to do the five-mans, you know? And, and, and like, you, you talk about with BC, like, that was that was seen as, like, a path on progression, you know? And and even, like, really with some of those BC heroics, yeah, they were progression in, in and of themselves, you know? If you weren't paying attention, like, I remember we wiped in there at level, at level 80 one time, it's like, wait, what? How did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it had a mechanic that has just gone from today too, and, and that's crowd control. And it, it, I'm sure there are specifics, you know, instances where it might exist, but not like it did before. I mean, heck, 
if I say the words heroic shadow labs to anyone who played at that time, I mean, they shudder and, and not just that one, but like you would get to polls where you needed to crowd control as many of them as you can. And, and there was a, a premium put on it and, you know, as a warlock, I didn't have much, but if there were demons or anything like that, that I could banish, I had a good use. You know, you had hunters with their frost trap, uh, rogue sapping was a huge one, but just yep. there, you didn't run into a group of mobs and just AOE them down. It just, it couldn't work. So you needed that crowd control. And then even then, you know, kill skull, then X, then square. It's skull <laughs> X square. <laughs> the classic order. It has to be that one always. Storm Lesher, the one that looks like a storm. <laughs> <laughs> a classic. <laughs> um, but that, but that's just gone from today's game. And you know, again, it could just be the way the game's designed. It could just be how people min max the shit out of it. Uh, but uh, it's it's something that I I look back at fondly. Maybe it's annoying, and again, maybe it's not great game design but um i just again if i can if i can gatekeep a little here i don't think it's a problem to have a certain level of skill needed to get through some content you know yeah i mean and that's like that was always the goal with with wow and i think like bc was where they started to really like put this bc was where they started to really like get some of these ideas like on on screen so to speak you know, you talk about, like, wanting people to do five mans before they do ten mans, before they do 25 mans, you know. And it kind of, like, it created a natural progression. Like, you can't do the bigger raids till you understand how to do the smaller ones, till you understand things like crowd control and, you know, aggro and, you know, don't stand in front of the boss, you know, or, like, you know, stand at the back leg of the dragon if you're going to attack it. Like, you don't stand by the tail, don't stand by the face, you know. Just all these little, like, bits of institutional knowledge that are, you know, A, coming flooding back to me right now, and I'm nostalgiaing <laughs> is so hard right now. Yeah, but, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really, like, it forced you to learn patterns and recognize those patterns and be prepared for it, and it made certain things so much easier when you understood it, too. I mean, like, for, like for I mean, one of the things I remember from the... Uh, what's it called from from like the wrath era of raiding is just like you know doing my rotation to the beat of uh that one song the house boombox song you oh, know God, like yeah yep. yeah like it to this day like i just i just sit there and think like storm strike lava lash lightning bolt lightning bolt <laughs> 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 and, damn that's classic yeah it, it just it just fucking hits you and you're just like but that that was the whole point that like you would get there and you'd get in the zone and then you and then you know you down get down a yog you know oh, you or you know yeah, I mean, <laughs> or, you know, you down, like, you know, someone in BC, like, again, like, I didn't rate enough in BC, but that, but BC was where this stuff started, where they, they built the progression so that you would understand the concepts, and you could kind of, like, rehearse it with your group, you know, you guys would go in there for a couple hours at a time, you talk about your plans, and then, you know, this is all over Ventrilo back in the day, because Discord wasn't a thing. No, um, not even close. Yeah, and it was perfect. You know, like that's that was the whole deal. Like you, you went in, you you went to work, and you got gear. You know, and some some weeks you got further, some weeks you didn't, and you know, some weeks you're like, oh damn, I guess we really did miss that shitty warlock. That oh was his well, name? Shadow Stool. Nope. If it was Shadow Stool, it wasn't me because I was the best warlock. <laughs> you were the worst, <laughs> just the absolute worst. I was, and and still am the best. You suck. Just worst <laughs> warlock NA. Nope. Die. You know, there's a lot of things that we're going to look back on uh, with rose-colored glasses in in this um, this series, but I I think 
uh, one thing that I know is not a rose-colored tint to it is is some of that that skill needed. And I'm, I'm not telling you that you needed to play, you know, 40 hours a week and, and read ThoughtBot and all this stuff every day and, and master did, your though. class. You, you're right. You did have to do it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> right. We, we did that. We certainly did. But you could be decent if you stayed out of fire. You could be decent if you learned that it's your job to, you know, crowd control this or tank over here or heal the tank. If you could learn a skill and do it, you could be good. But I mean, even if you just learned to hit cap. Right, like... right. I mean, just gearing right would have been... I forgot about hit cap. Just gearing right was a thing. Uh, and and when we get to the you know the newer expansions of WoW, it, there's going to be a lot more bitching because I think some of the game design choices they made to make it more accessible and then and allow people to experience more of the content, while certainly good, and someone who can't play forty hours a week, I appreciate some aspects of that. I just think they went too far eventually. Yeah, I think the, the toughest thing when it comes to talking about WoW and you talk about the rose-colored glasses, I think the toughest thing for me is decoupling that from the way that my life progressed alongside WoW. Um, you know, like when, when I started playing, it was, what, like late, late, late 2006, I think? Um, and, you know, like I, I just... <laughs> like, I don't know... Like, I like... I, sorry, I'm, I'm stumbling here. When I started playing, it was like late 2007. It was 2007, you're right. So, you know, I, I started up and WoW is on the way as far as I know, or Wrath is on the way. Um, but like, I'm just like leveling up and I'm seeing like all this other kind of stuff. And, you know, it, I'm like, it's at a time in my life where like, I'm kind of listless, you know, like I'm going through college, but like, I don't really have any plans. And, you know, at the time I wasn't quite in like a real relationship or anything. And then... You know, like, over time, like, I kind of, like, it, it helped me to build, like, a different, like, set of, like, it was, it was, it helped me build a group of friends, but also a group of people I could work with and kind of learn to work with people who would piss me off or people who I wanted to punch in the throat. Um, you know, <laughs> like, you know, Dap, if you're out there listening, uh, you're still a dick. I'd still like to punch you if I ever see you. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking Dap. Oh, that's, God. that's a real blast from the past. Yeah, he was a fucking Packers fan too, which I think was oh. the real reason I didn't like yeah, him. That's, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, you're right. It, it's it's funny to think about it in those terms, but you do kind of you know pick up those skills as you go along. Uh, and it's again, it's it was such a big part of our lives to to not have like a, a series devoted to it just seemed criminal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then that's the thing. You talk about classic and BC. Really, like they set the stage for what I would consider the golden age of WoW, which is going to be Wrath, and we're going to have to talk about that in the next episode. But honestly, I mean, like, how do you ask for more from an MMO than classic or Burning Crusade? WoW, like, come on. Yeah, I, I think you know it. War of the Warcraft was such a massive, huge thing, and I, I'm sure, like a lot of other people out there. You know, that South Park episode started it all. Um, <laughs> and and it, it really became a big thing, just the original. And it's hard to follow up on something that big. And they nailed it with BC. I think they absolutely knocked it out of the park. And, you know, to think what would come next, uh, I mean, uh, spoiler alert, I, I think Rival Lich King is their best expansion. So that's that's going to be a fun episode, I think. We might go on for an hour at that one. We might hit two hours. It, it could happen. So to to spare you for some of that, uh, my name is Danny. And I'm Donnie. And it's been a Mega Bros podcast. <laughs>